This podcast is brought to you by the Turquoise Trail Charter School, Santa Fe, New Mexico. The masks are really annoying, and whenever I come in the morning, I almost fall asleep halfway through class. You guys, tell me a little bit about what it's like to be back in school after last year. Uh, you get, you've maybe changed, and you get to see all your friends. Um, you're older than you used to be, and you know more from the last year. That's true. From Protect the Pack Productions at Turquoise Trail Charter School in Santa Fe, New Mexico, my name is Chris Eide, and this is The Hypothesis, a podcast that takes you behind the scenes of what it's like to open and close and open a school again during the middle of a global pandemic. This morning, and a new TikTok trend is inspiring students to steal items from school and even vandalize bathrooms. It's called the Devious Lick Challenge. And this morning, several local school districts are warning everyone to put an end to it. We're talking about hundreds of soap dispensers, paper towel dispensers, and toilet paper holders, you know, being ripped off the walls, being shoved down toilets, flooding bathrooms. You know, incidents like that, um, all the way to, you know, students ripping plumbing fixtures off the wall, causing flooding damage. This year, as so many of our kids are coming out of an existence in which they lived in a large part online and perhaps much more online than they'd gotten used to in the past, they find themselves coming out of that reality and back into something that looks a little bit familiar, but for which they want to drag some of the elements that they'd gotten used to back into. As you heard in the opening, we were prepared throughout the course of the first part of this year, at least, to deal with some of those things, some of the TikTok challenges you may have heard about, stealing things from the school, soap dispensers, to something far worse, sneaking up on your teacher and slapping them on video. Now, of course, the internet was around far, be- far before this last year, but students in many ways began to interact with the internet differently. Increasingly, they themselves became avatars, living online, putting themselves off camera or substituting their image with something more idealized. And in this year, we've seen from time to time students treating one another as avatars and not as much as humans. Now, this has created, of course, a lot of opportunities for us as adults in the system to figure out how to relate with kids and relate with one another. Today, I'm going to introduce you to two really special people here in the Turquoise Trail School community, uh, Sean DeBuck and Dianette Royball. They're they're our school counselors. They do social work as well, and they work with so many of our kids who are struggling each day to try to make sense out of this existence 
and oftentimes make sense out of the things that they themselves are doing. It's a highly compelling element to our schooling this year. I hope that you'll stick around. And for uh, them to have that structure, like kids love that yeah. structure. Even if they say they don't, there's this like aspect of like comfort and routine. These are our two counselors, social workers, Dianette Royball and Sean DeBuck. In comfort and knowing what yeah. to expect. I, I definitely, yes, you're right. I definitely sense that there's like kind of a universal desire to, to, to come back into something that's familiar. And I think that part of that adjustment is reframing what is and what isn't familiar. Um, you know, and, um, and that's, that's going to take a little bit of time. We're already seeing it, right? Most definitely. I think that coming in after COVID, I think we all knew that there was going to be a huge adjustment, a change, like a form of evolution that occurred. No one knew what to expect exactly, but coming into it and seeing where we're at now and like all the work that's being put towards like rebuilding these relationships, rebuilding these structures, I, I feel really optimistic to see how the end of the year is going to turn out because, you know, it just seems like at the moment we're a little bit getting our sea legs, but I see mm -hmm. it in kids and teachers that those relationships that are being restructured are um, kind of having like a stronger foundation from them because yeah. they recognized what they missed the prior year. You know, I think that the internet and like our increasing, the increasing amount of time that we spend connecting with each other on the internet and the way that we connect on the internet, you know, has always been a thing. But I think that COVID kind of accelerated that. And I think that like, you know, some of the struggles coming back into the physical space was that kids learned that they're connecting with their friends through TikTok, through Facebook, through, or maybe, I don't know, maybe, maybe the, I'm too all old for different. Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> all these but different like, formats yeah, of like communication, all these they're, new, just, they're there everywhere, yeah, everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. Through all these new apps. And what they brought into the school with them was like, naturally they're gonna be anxious coming and being away from a year. So they're connecting the way that they learned to connect, which was through, unfortunately, TikTok. <laughs> social media. And social media. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, I think that's part of the adjustment is it's, is, is it's there is that they're learning how to rewire and reconnect in a more authentic way face to face I mean, rather than associating their interactions with with social media. I think this is all to say that kids got used to interacting with one another in a way that may have a different sort of consequence, one where you don't have to face people and own up to things that you may have done, you may have to be accountable in new ways yourself and not let the crowd sort of take, uh, take charge of the accountability or meaning making of it. And this is reflective of some of the things that we're seeing with kids. We are seeing them sort of begin to treat one another in ways that they feel as though they may not have another consequence. And when we ask them to tell us why they're doing this or why they're behaving in this way, it can be a little bit of a struggle. Remembering that they are people within a people-centric context and construct and not sort of an avatar-driven construct itself. So in order to find our way back, we have to take a different posture as well. I think for me, what's really interesting is that I hear a lot like is like we're entering a new normal, right? That's something that people keep saying we're entering a new normal. Um, but I think what's really interesting to me is that right is that a lot of like so I'm a social worker and a lot of my perspectives are often skewed because like in my career, um, you know, I'm presented with kids who are often struggling with different things. So kids struggling with transitions isn't necessarily that something new that comes to our desk. I think what's new in the work that I'm seeing here at the school and what we're doing, I think in general on a macro level is that the language is changing. 
we're saying it's a new normal. We're giving ourselves space for patience and transition. And, you know, while in one, in one aspect we are seeing a lot of things coming up in regards to transition, but we're also using language as a staff that allows for space for these transitions to lean into ways and new things that we learn in general. And I think that what's interesting is that some of these kids, you know, we're attributing it to like a COVID adjustment, right? But in reality is that a lot of kids, they go through transitions at home all the time. And so for them, it's like, you know, like, would this, would this year have been different? Maybe, maybe not. But now we're encountering a new space where we're creating a new language and a new dialogue for how we help kids transition and for how we help each other, give each other the space to learn and adopt new ways of being. And so, like, I kind of hope that this, you know, this new normal is actually met with a new space of what I'm seeing is more curiosity for kids. We're, like, we're seeing more curiosity for what's coming in because we, we're admitting that we don't know. And I think that that's something that's really powerful as well, and maybe a positive that could be coming out of this. We're giving ourselves permission to say, I don't know, what can we do? I need help. Like, and I think that that's creating a space for more, I think, open dialogue and collaboration. And then ultimately, um, I think ultimately it helps us build dialogue that becomes more and more equitable for everybody involved. All right, so we have this mindset that things are different, that we have to listen and do so perhaps in different ways and maybe listen with an open mind and one that will help us to understand eventually more clearly what it is that we're seeing with the kids. Uh, I know that through interacting with, uh, with some of our students, grades pre-K all the way through eighth grade, who have done things that uh, might otherwise land them in trouble, I've talked them through it. I've asked them what it is that I'm seeing or what it is that they remember from what they had just done and oftentimes, they don't remember. They don't know what it is that they're doing. I have to narrate the situation for them to help them make sense of it. And that's something that is a little bit new. Um, but, of course, as you've known, if you've listened to some of these episodes as well, that uh, school is really about building relationships. And that is about listening to one another. That is about communicating your experience and having somebody else communicate their experience as well. I think Dianette said it really well. As you think about the whole year at home with COVID, you weren't really having, you know, you had these like designated times when you met and like checked in with each other, but those relationships have now kind of truly bloomed into back to what it was originally in school. And like students are connecting with their teachers. They don't, they think about their behavior. They're thinking about like, no, I really like my teacher. I don't want to do this. We had a talk. And it's really kind of then laying into restructuring and coming back into what is expected behavior at school and what is not expected behavior at school and wanting to meet those expectations because they care about their teacher and the, key, the teacher in return cares about them. So that to me is the big takeaway. We have kids acting in strange ways that may have been unpredictable, that we may not know fully how to treat, but what we do know is that we need to listen to each other. We need to think about building relationships with one another, hearing each other, being compassionate. Again, that's what makes schools and what, te what makes teaching truly great. Next week, I'm going to talk about one of the groups in all of this that I think uh, does not get enough press or enough attention in all of this, our administrators. 
I hope that you'll stay with us next week. And in the meantime, stay safe, stay well, and keep reading books. Now today, I had a group of students tell me a joke that they heard off TikTok. And I had a moment where I was like, oh man, am I going to like be in deep water with this joke? That's or, a common feeling. I know. This moment of like, oh no. What are you about to say to me? What are you, what's going to happen? But, there, you know, it was actually very entertaining. Do you guys want to hear the joke? Okay. Okay. Uh, why can't Elsa hold on to a balloon? Is this Elsa from Frozen? Elsa from Frozen, yes. Don't know. No idea. She lets it go. <laughs> No. Ah. <laughs> See? That's not I, so bad. That's, that's way better than what I thought you I were going to say. I was very yeah. concerned about it, but then when I heard it, everyone laughed. I'm sure they did a better job of like delivering that. We'll see you next week. <laughs>